Welcome to the Five Star Life Show, your home for content related to education, parenting, and changing wrong mindsets so you can live a five-star life. I'm your host, Coach Seth. Let's do this. Back to the Five Star Life Show. I'm your host, Coach Seth, and I'm joined in studio with my incredible co-host. Got a cool outfit on today, Coach Mia. You have a cool outfit on. Seth is in a suit. In a suit doesn't <laughs> happen much. Take a picture of it. Looking good. Screenshot it because you won't see it again for a while, probably. <laughs> I didn't do a tie though. I can't, I'm not a tie guy. It's all right, looks Just, great. Uh, well, thank you, thank yeah. you. Um, the, actually, th- this right here, you, you and Jen, this is a gift from you guys. That is right. This is a gift. See, they make me look good. <laughs> Jim loves to uh, buy clothes for people. He's good at it. Yeah. But you guys are both good it at it. Good. I, I look sharp. Um, so if you just tuned in, welcome to Five Star Life. Go to fivestarlife.org to learn more about this mission we're on to change the face of education, of sports, of culture. You can find us at fivestarlife.org. That's the word five, the word star, the word life.org. Uh, also, if you've been listening to our show or watching, really want to encourage you to s- subscribe to it. And then also know you can listen to this anywhere that podcasts are played. You can also check us out like on a, on a screen at YouTube at the five star life, hit the subscribe button. If you do us a favor, like share this, like this, that helps a lot. We're just getting started. That helps generate uh, more followers. So thanks for tuning in. Listen, and I, I was, um, Doing some of my daughter, what do you call it? the infrared sauna? We went to that. Oh, yeah. So oh, cool. we were like trying to figure out what podcast we we're going to listen to. So I chose one. I'm listening for like ten minutes, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, I got to turn on our podcast." <laughs> so <laughs> oh, I listened I to it. you and Bray, and it was great. Oh, cool. Well, thank so. you. Yeah, Bray is so good. Yes, he's got that great, that great deep voice, and he's a podcast guy. So he comes and he's prepared, and he's you know he, mm-hmm. he's great at what he does with kids and with basketball. But he's a great kind of contributor to the to the show. Yeah, it was great. I loved it. So, you know, today I really want to, I want to talk a little bit um, about something that happened last night. We have a program called the SNAP Leadership Program, which is something that was birthed out of tragedy. So Tyler Brown, five-star life basketball player, he's a senior at St. Joe High School, um, basketball player, great basketball player. He, he's a natural born leader. He's got charisma He's a person of character. He was tragically shot, um, was at a stop sign, was driving, and was didn't have his license yet, was logging his hours, was preparing for driver's training. He was driving from the um, MLK Center and had just finished playing, working out, and is on his way home. He's a block, not even a block from his house at a stop sign. Somebody runs up and just actually three people run up and they start shooting his car up. Mm. I mean, just uh, bullets everywhere. One hits him uh, into, into his head, which it's still lodged there. Miraculously, he survives. One thing that came out of this, which by the way, we're going to sit down and interview him and his mom soon. We just had lunch with them. Um, what a strong mom. His mom saved his life. I'm oh, convinced. I mean, with God, mm-hmm. her prayers, her belief, um, 
she refused to settle for anything less than his total and full recovery. That's a story that she's going to tell that we're going to bring out because as a parent, it's so important that we, anytime there's a discrepancy between what a doctor says, what a teacher says, what a coach says, and what you see in your kids, go with your gut. And I, I know there's balance to that. Mm-hmm. There's some crazy parents out there that think their kid's Michael Jordan and they're not. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about when the people in your kids' lives give you a prognosis that does not align with what you believe is best for them, don't be afraid to to fight for that. And that's what you're hearing in that story. One of the things that came out of it too was I got a call because I was doing some media interviews Got a call from a, a volunteer, a former volunteer at Five Star, Katrina, Coach Katrina, who's a South Bend police officer at the time, and as she still is. And, and she called and said, Seth, we, we need to, I want to introduce you to the chief police, uh, chief, chief Rutkowski, and, um, and the folks at JJC. And so sat down with folks with JJC, the police department, and we ended up launching this program called the SNAP Leadership Program it's for kids who get into minor trouble. And before they get into the system, this is a net that's been created to catch them because 70% of them will end up in the system, graduating to more you know, serious things. We've taken it from 70% to 13% in the last 15, 16 months, which is incredible. So really excited and just grateful for the South Bend PD and for the JJC at, at partnering with us to create this program. So we're at the SNAP program. The caveat, it's not just for the kids that get in trouble, it's for parents. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just wish everybody could experience SNAP. You need to, you came to, to detention, detention with me. Mm-hmm. You need to come to SNAP sometime and just sit in because the kids are growing and getting so much out of it, but the parents are too. And it is amazing. Last night, we were doing a, a seven-lesson series that we're taking, the seven-week program. We're taking them through seven lessons on how to manage and resolve conflict. And these are families that have not, not, every, not 100%, but most families are surround, surrounded with conflict. Right? Mm-hmm. So, so last night's lesson was all about how to navigate and how to have success in conflict between parents and kids. That was the focus of last night. And the opening question with the parent group was, uh, take a minute to write down what your relationship was like with your parents growing up and explain what was positive, explain what was negative, just put those into writing. And every parent, every parent had some kind of pain relating to how they were brought up. And, and I'm not saying these were like sob stories and these were real, they're real, there's bitterness or negative negativity because these people had moved on, but the impact that their parents had on their life was significant. And in many cases it was, it was significant in a negative way. And so just it gives you such perspective because you hear about kids that get into trouble or in the system and, or, or you hear about kids that do something like, well, the parents should, you know, do better. And well, that's easy to say, but tell me when I'm listening to a mom who's 
son is in our program for some things that he did. And here's their story. She has five kids. They're upper middle class. Her husband's an engineer. Until three years ago, he dropped dead of a heart attack in COVID. Totally fine. Drops dead. Their world changes. She's a stay-at-home mom. They have to sell their house. They have to move. Their whole, whole income, budgeting, finances, private school goes away. So it's public school. It's a new house. It's a new neighbor. Everything's different. And no dad. And then, and then she's just diagnosed last week with cancer. Oh, my gosh. She's given, she's given just a few months to live. And so now she's dealing with, uh, one, her, her kids, when they lose a father, that causes all kinds of challenges, right? All kinds of challenges. Now they're dealing with, we're, we're going to lose our mother. Perspective changes everything. It's so easy outside the fishbowl to point and look at people and say, they should be doing better. I'm doing better. They can do better. Well, your environment, your circumstances have something to do with it. Now, we preach to kids that it's not a, don't be a victim of your circumstances. You can change. But the perspective changes everything. And the question I have for everybody listening to this, and the thing that everybody has to think about is, do I want to be a person that keeps my own perspective of why the world is wrong? And why these things are happening and keep my naive perspective? Or do I want to come across the table and actually get the perspective, put myself in someone else's shoes to get understanding because I can then maybe do something to support and to help? The problem we have today in our world today, Mia, is we are so busy and we walk past, we walk past this mom in the grocery store. We walk past these kids and I'm not saying we're supposed to have telepathy and know everybody's issues, but if we don't take a time out to listen to some of these stories and put ourselves in a place where we're thinking way beyond just my, you know, us four and no more, mm-hmm. the world will continue to burn. Sorry, this, I'm not I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer, nope. but but if we want to change what's happening in the world, we have to pause, take a time out, and and learn a little bit what's going on so then we can determine if we're going to be a part of it. we got to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back after this. Remember, like this, share this, subscribe to this. Did you know that you can bring the values, lessons, and mindsets Coach Seth discusses on the 5 Star Life podcast to your local community? Schools are searching for programs and content that work. Just a simple introduction to your teacher or principal could be a game changer in your community. Inquire at fivestarlife.org and someone from our team will be in touch. Welcome back to the Five Star Life Show. I'm your host, Coach Seth, and I'm joined in studio with Coach Mia. Thanks, Seth. Yeah, so, you know, I want to apologize because I, usually this is so such a positive show, and uh, but the reality is there's some negative things in this world. You know, and mm-hmm. sometimes kids will say, Coach Seth, you're just always so positive. Like, that's a choice. Being positive is a choice. But the reality is there are negative things in this world. There's negative things in our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely. And I, I've heard it said that, you know, life is not so much like a roller coaster. 
it, it's better represented and better explained as like a, a set of railroad tracks. There's always something incredibly challenging in our lives, and there's always something incredibly beautiful and holy and that just is inspiring. Like the, we live in this in this world where there's there's both, and the choice to stay in gratitude and to dwell on the positive that's just a choice. It doesn't mean we don't have negative. So sometimes we got to talk about it. We got to address the negative, especially if we want to change the negative. We can't bury it. And I think in society, we have Netflix and we have sports and we have drugs and we have all kinds of shopping. We have all these things that we can do to keep ourselves busy and, and that we can just almost do this to the problems. Right. And what we want to challenge people to do is say, you know, why don't you take these off and, and, and listen to the issues and then we can start getting to work to, to helping. And that, that's what the SNAP program is doing. I mean, these, these folks are finding incredible healing by being a part of the program. And it was so beautiful in the middle of this mother pouring out her heart. Um, and this is a strong, resilient woman. I mean, this is, she's not a poor me. She, she is a strong person. And another mom just said, yeah, I, I, I reached out to you because we formed a connection to this program. I haven't heard from you, but I want to let you know that I am here for you. Mm-hmm. And you have these two moms that are just in tears, comforting each other, mm-hmm. because they recognize this other mom has no family either. Gosh. So she can totally relate. She, they have no family that's supportive. It, it's, they both have these toxic situations. And so now they're supporting each other. This is so powerful. That in the middle of your pain, you can actually reach out to somebody else. And so this idea that we have to be good and have everything settled before you can reach out is I'm watching these these snap parents mm-hmm. who most people point the finger and judge them. I'm watching them show compassion and empathy and love and support um, in a beautiful way. That is the power of what Five to Life is a, por- a part of. And for everybody that support us, uh, supports us, thank you. Gosh, I don't even know really how to process that. Like, how did you, how did you end, or how did you like wrap that? So, so well, up? well, one, um, I, 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 I believe that th- supernatural things are possible. So, even though I'm not a medical doctor, and yes, I listen to your doctor, follow your instructions, your doctor. I just said, listen. Um, that is a diagnosis and, but they're, they're not the ones that created you. They don't have your destiny in the palm of their hand. Somebody else's job is, has, has that job. And so I, I just, you know, I, I, I spoke some things into her in the moment. Um, and, and then we, I just shared some, re- I, I'm a health freak and I love doing research on these things. Um, I've had family members that have had this similar diagnosis mm-hmm. that have overcome it. And so I just passed along some resources, but um, say a prayer for that mother and for their family, because you think about the ripple effect of losing both parents in a three-year period and how that can change the trajectory of your life. I mean, the statistics say that will lead to drugs, that will lead to addiction, that will lead to not good stuff. And we're believing they're going to get through it and we're going to support them through it. And you kind of touched upon this, but that was one of the key to Tyler's recovery was his mother believing. That's right. Because he got the same diagnosis. 
Yeah. Um, he wasn't going to make it. Right. So, so that's the beautiful thing is that's what five star is. It, it, it's, it's just challenging to say this. I, I, I was Taylor's mom. Mm-hmm. You, you're going to make it. Yeah. You, you're going to absolutely make it. And I told her, I said, I want you to do something tonight. I want you to, when you go home, I, I'm going to send you some things, but when you go home, I want you to, I want you to, when you lay in bed, I want you to close your eyes and I want you just to imagine that every cell in your body is being regenerated. I want you to imagine that every place that there's cancer is, is being made well. I want you to start to imagine what that would feel like. I want you to start to imagine how it's going to feel when you're back in shape. I want you to imagine what you're going to feel like when you're healthy. I want you to imagine spending time with your kids and your grandkids. I know this sounds crazy, but I really want to challenge you to use your imagination and start to put your mind in that direction. There's a lot of scientific studies that say that's powerful. I know I've talked, I've I've heard from so many people that have done that and it's changed their life with a death sentence. Sure. And there's those other studies too that of the people that chose the other mindset that actually the cancer grew. Grows. And, yeah. Yes. We are so powerful. Mm-hmm. And, and for some reason, that knowledge has been hidden. For some reason, it's not that mainstream. It's becoming more mainstream, but we are very powerful beings. And we have creative power on the inside of us and it starts with our thoughts. And you hear about prayer, you hear about manifestation. Um, the, the, there's some real power in it. So uh, I want to I want to go full circle because w- there are some great moments there with these parents. But we shifted to the whole point was this week your challenge as a parent, and the kids were in another room going through the same challenge. The challenge is breaking down. How do we deal with conflict and how do we, how do we heal our relationship? And we just talked about the fact that your, the quality of your relationship will come down to the level of respect that you show to each other and your ability to understand the perspective of the other person. You think about relationships, they come down to trust when there is respect and when both sides can put the other, can step into the person's shoes and understand their perspective, there can be mutual understanding and it changes the whole dynamic, mm-hmm. changes the whole relationship. And so that, that really was the challenge for kids and parents. So I was just going to ask you that. So the kids have the exact same challenge as the parents. Right. Yeah, because, you know, kids are being raised and, you know, it's just that teenage, you know, uh, environment that, kids bash their parents and Man, your, your mom did this, your dad did that. And hey, well, that's, that's stupid. And, and then parent or kids get in their heads. Like my parents just don't get me. They don't understand. And before you know it, the kids are in their own perspective only. They're not understanding that. Hold on. I have a mom that has lost two parents. Mm-hmm. I have a, a dad that served time and in, 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 like he has a past. So some of this conflict may not all be me. They might have some other, in a previous lesson, we talked about inner conflict. Mm-hmm. Number one source of conflict is us. There's all kinds of stuff going on within us. And so we, we break this down to say, listen, if you can pause and just put yourself in the shoes of your parent and understand if you could just for one hour 
feel what they feel, see what they see, understand the financial pressure they have to, to provide for you. If you could feel their love and their hope for you and maybe their fears of the worst for you, you'd understand, it would help you understand why they do what they do, right or wrong. It'll help you understand. Gosh, but we don't practice that enough. Well, it's, and, and what I told the parents is this is going to be the hardest challenge you've ever done probably because as a parent, I know. I know it's right. Like as parents, 99% of the time, we know exactly what our kids should be doing. We see the problem and they don't see it. They mm-hmm. see us as being the killjoy, the fun stopper, <laughs> right? <laughs> the dream killer. Exactly. <laughs> so it, it, it's just really powerful stuff to say, hey, this week, the, you know, as a parent, take a breath. And try to try to put yourself in your kids' shoes. If if you think it'd be wonderful if they could feel what you feel, see what you see for a moment, that's exactly what your kids want. Because it's so, as parents, it's like I've been there. I've had the boyfriends, the girlfriends, whatever. No big deal. You get over it. Or I've had the bad friends. You need to cut them off. And we we don't understand how hard that is. Mm-hmm. So listening to your kids is hard to do. Truly listen, mm-hmm. not to listen to tell them, but just to listen. Right. So, okay, we got to take another break. We'll come back with more Five Star Life after this. Again, go check out our website at fivestarlife.org. Share this, text this with a friend, shoot it to somebody um, if you enjoy it. Thank you. Five Star Life is a not-for-profit organization dedicated to changing the face of culture by changing kids' mindsets. Since 2005, we've impacted hundreds of thousands of lives thanks to the generous support of individuals, small businesses, corporations, and foundations. Are you interested in helping Five Star Life grow into all 50 states? With your donation or introduction, you can help bring Five Star Life to your community, school, and state. Go to fivestarlife.org and send us an email today. That's F-I-V-E-S-T-A-R-L-I-F-E. Welcome back to the Five Star Life Show. I'm your host, Coach Seth, and I'm joined with my co-host, Coach Mia. Thanks, Seth. So, you know, we've been talking about this SNAP program, and I just, we're really excited because the SNAP program, going from 70% recidivism to about 13%, um, it's gaining momentum, and now there's requests from other counties to grow it and scale it. And so, you know, Mia, what we have now, the challenge now is how do we facilitate the growth so more kids can be referred to the program, more families can be referred to the program. Right now, it's South Bend PD, it's the JJC that are making those referrals. Mm -hmm. So in the near future, we want to open this up to other organizations to start referring kids to the program so we can work with, you know, uh, hundreds of families every year in Mm -hmm. St. Joe County and then do the same thing in Elkhart County and start to grow this thing. But in order to do that, we need people who, if you're listening to this show and you're like, man, I would love to sit with a group of boys and I'd love to, you know, go through five-star training to be a mentor, to be a coach, you know, for a six or seven week program with a group of boys to walk them through this stuff and to be a, a positive influence in their life. We need people just like you. Or if you want to do the same thing with a group of girls, we we right now are in the beginning stages of creating a campaign where we want to recruit an army of people 
who are, are done sticking their head in the sand, who are done looking the other way, and who want to be a part of the solution. And it's like an, it's a couple hours a week, like a couple hours a week for six, seven weeks at a time. We take a two-week break, and then we pick it up again. We need more of you. And then if, if you just really, you love pouring into parents, you've been a parent, and you've been through it, you've raised kids, and you want to support parents, we need people like you who want to be that support person. Mia, there's so many of these parents. One of the common themes with our SNAP program is high percentages of these kids and parents have no support of like grandparents. Mm. And I'm telling you, grandparents are so undervalued. The impact grandparents have is so massive. Um, and, and some of these families are suffering because they don't have that in their life. Or if they do, they're, the grandparents are the support. Their kids are struggling with addiction or incarcerated, and so they're raising these kids that are in SNAP. And so then they have nobody to support them. So that support system of just having people for these parents to have coffee with and just bounce things off of, and just somebody who believes in them and supports them, or, or who will like, hey, I'll pick up your kids. Things like this are just mm-hmm. so simple when you have no support, life is hard. Oh my God. I, I can't imagine. I mean, I come from a big family. Uh, you know, my girls all have like, you know, they have uh, in-laws and that are so supportive too. So, I mean, we have an army to help us. And and that's the way it's meant to be. Mm-hmm. That's how it's supposed to be. You have this whole community, this whole neighborhood that's just looking out for you. And it's a wonderful thing. Kids grow up very healthy. They still have challenges, but they're loved from all sides, supported from all sides. Mm-hmm. And when you don't have that, it's so hard. And it's even harder when you don't have the money to pay for someone to help. If you don't have it, like it, it, it's really hard. So uh, go to fivestarlife.org and uh, fill a volunteer application. Um, Aaron, our office, will walk you through a process. We'll sit down with you. You're not sending your life away. You, you, like, you don't have to like wait before you know if you want to do it to apply. I encourage you to apply today, and we will talk with you about what the next step is. There's so many ways to get involved. If it's not the SNAP program, we need lots of volunteers in lots of areas. Um, there's a spot for everyone, but just really want to encourage you to think about that this time of year. We need you. Um, okay. I want to shift gears a little bit because um, a part of the work we're doing with the SNAP program is in partnership with the JJC. Mm-hmm. And we just, you know, we're about a year into the process and we I have this impact report that I'm going to be meeting with the JJC um, executive director this afternoon. I've got this beautiful report and it's so cool to see the data behind what we're doing and the impact. I mean, you think about the curriculum and things that kids are learning Kids who are in JJC, in detention, they're there because there's certain things they don't understand. Some of the simple things, they don't, they haven't gotten those certain mindsets and values, right? That's what Five Star is there for. We've trained their staff to walk them through our curriculum that's teaching them values, that's teaching them these mindsets. And the cool thing is, according to our data, 95% of kids uh, surveyed could explain exactly what they learned from the lesson. Wow. That's impressive. They're getting it. Mm -hmm. Like they can explain, here's what I'm learning. Um, This is, this is probably, I'm going to see what I can 
here, here's some here's some quotes from what they said they're learning. Um, I'm learning better ways to handle my emotions. Um, I'm learning that even when you lose, you can still reach your goal. You don't have to give up. Failure is okay. You learn from it. I'm learning that having a mentor is is a good thing because they push you to do your best. How powerful is it for a kid that comes up thinking, I have to do it on my own. I'm always on my own. It's always me. I can't trust anybody. To have that shift to, no, no, mentors are positive. So when they push you, that means they love you. When they challenge you, that, that's love. That's, that's a life-changing lesson. Yeah. Oh, this is a good one. I learned how to unarm the way I talk. Hmm. <laughs> Let's get that. I mean, that's a great way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so understanding emotional intelligence, understanding their vibe, how they come across, mm-hmm. they came to the realization on their own that when I talk, I come across as though I'm threatened. I attack people. And I don't want to come across that way. These are powerful things that they're understanding about who they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, that words are more powerful than you think. Wow. GJ said being around negativity is toxic. Evaluating their environment. How powerful is it for kids in those situations? Because usually it is the friends they choose. Mm-hmm. That they have the revelation. These people are destroying my life. I love the fact that they got that their words matter you know so many I mean, and especially nowadays it seems like I can say whatever I want it's what I'm feeling you know I don't have to take it back and it's so dangerous it's so dangerous just be you this is just me mm-hmm. <laughs> well is it working that's the question that may yeah. be you but is it working <laughs> yeah. so, um, do not take it wrong when someone tells you what to do because it can help you. Whew. You think about, I mean, these kids have high resistance to authority, right? <laughs> that's what these, that's the MO. Mm-hmm. So learning that is a game changer. Another one, that I need people to guide me through life. That life is hard, but your mindset is what makes it easy. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the quote. Wow. So powerful. Mm-hmm. So anyways, it's just, it's cool to see. And these are all in their words, right? They're articulating what they're learning in their life, in, in their own words. Um, there's another page I want to get to on this thing. I'm flipping through. Sorry, folks, if you hear some rustling there. Um, we asked in the survey, like, how, how did going through the program make you feel? What do you experience emotionally, right? And kids explained that at the end of each week's lesson, uh, they explained, expressed different things. One said, I, I, was, I felt irritated until we did five-star. Another one said, I felt depressed too much, and I want to change that. Mm-hmm. Realize that I'm depressed. Right. Heather, I'm, I'm depressed. I don't, I'm going to change that, and I can change that. And five-star gave me the tools to change that. Another one said, more confident. Um, another one said, upset. Because I've made some bad choices. Anyways, just it's just so so cool to see and hear what they're what they're saying. So sure. um, here, here's here's where it gets even more exciting. Um, we have a challenge, 
right? There's an action step. That's what five stars is all about. Action. It's great to hear it. It's great to feel it. What are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Here's some examples of, of what students articulate in terms of what they're going to do for their challenge. Um, not watching Netflix on school nights. That's practical. Mm-hmm. Find a mentor. By the way, a part of me talking about needing volunteers is so that kids, when they come out of detention, that they can then join SNAP. For, for us to scale it, let's create a pipeline to keep them out of JJC. Let's create a pipeline so that when they leave JJC, we provide them with mentors. That's why they go back into the system. We got to take another break. We'll wrap this show up after this. Five Star Life offers year-round programs for kids at our 350-acre training facility that we call Summit. These programs focus on three core components. First, each program includes lessons from our curriculum that targets kids' mindset. Secondly, each program teaches a skill like equine, archery, blacksmithing, basketball, fishing, boating, and many more. Thirdly, our programs connect kids to mentors we call coaches who are trained to help kids live a five-star life. Go to fivestarlife.org to learn more or sign up your kids. Welcome back to the Five Star Life Show. I'm your host, Coach Seth, and I'm in a suit today. Yes, if you're watching via YouTube, which you can watch us on YouTube at the Five Star Life Show, highly encourage you because you can watch this show when it's convenient for you. And then when you get a phone call or when you got to go, if you only have seven minutes to watch, you just hit the off button, and then you go, and then you come back two days later, and it picks up right where you left off. I love that feature. Also can listen anywhere podcasts are streamed. Joined by my co-host, Coach Mia. Thanks, Seth. You like to watch and listen on YouTube. I am total podcaster. I just like to like to listen. listen. I like yeah. to hear it. Uh-huh. Everybody's different. We got something yep. for everybody. So we were just you know talking about this impact report, kids that are in detention, and they do what they're, what's called exit tickets. So after every five-star life lesson, they will complete an exit ticket that um, extrapolates what they learned, um, how they felt, um, any questions they have. Um, and then here's what I'm going, here's my action step, my challenge step. And it's, it's, this is where the rubber meets the road. This is what creates transformation, according to research. When kids take action, that's what changes their life because now they're taking a concept from the stratosphere that they're just by faith believing. It's connecting in their brain. It makes sense. They can wrap their minds around it. But when they take action, now it becomes a part of them. And then the reaction, they see this actually works. Now it becomes a part of them. That's what five life is all to get to that point. And so... Kids saying, listen, I'm going to pay, like my challenge today is I'm, I'm posting a note, or actually pasting a note um, on my wall for daily affirmations. Mm, so they've wrote, they've written I am statements, things mm-hmm. that they know that they want to be. And I'm going to start declaring that out loud. Power of the spoken word. That, that is changing their lives. Seth, how would you uh, help parents? Because you want your kids to take action, but sometimes it's almost that they're take, they're becoming independent by taking that action and changing, you know, certain uh, habits. 
But as a parent, sometimes we don't want that. We want that, but we don't want that. Well, we want the positive changes, right? Yeah. I mean, we want them to grow in, in change in a positive way. Um, but th- there's, there's also this fine line between um, being a helicopter parent that's over everything and you're micromanaging your kids and that actually drives kids to rebellion. Every time that drives kids to get away I'm going to, I'm just going to like, you want me to do my clean cut haircut? So I'm going to do a crazy wild haircut and I'm going to bleach my hair. I'm going to do some, I'm going to do the opposite just because I don't have any control in my life because you won't let me, you won't let me make any decisions. So I'm, kids are going to, they're going to be independent because that's the way God made us. We're, we're, we're made to be in the, independent to a point. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to have a healthy sense of who we are and understand we step into our own unique place in the world. That's so important to live a five-star life. Mm-hmm. Parents have a hard time with that because we as parents get these predetermined ideas of who we want our kids to be, who we want them to date, how we want them to dress, who we want them to marry, where we want them to go to school. That is dangerous. It's a fine line though because it's so important you have to have a vision for your kids, but see that vision through a, a glass dimly. <laughs> Does that make sense? Make it fuzzy because what you want is you want them to be successful, but you've got to let them define what the success, uh, the success is mm-hmm. because they, they need to have some autonomy in the process. And the only way they're going to get there is if you allow them to stumble, to skin their knees, to fail, and then to get back up again, and you're there supporting them. You want to keep them from losing limbs and losing their life. But at that adolescent stage, it's it's an interesting phase that it, I wish there was this cookie-cutter way of going about it. There isn't. But you got to do it by feel. And the, the litmus test that I always tell parents is it's... It's very simple for, I've dumbed it down to this. If you are parenting out of fear, stop what you're doing. Don't say another word. Don't take another action. If it's just like, oh my gosh, I'm so afraid. I'm, I, I don't want them to fail. If it's fear-based, if you're motivated by fear, stop. If it's love, if it is like, I'm just doing this out of pure love in support and help, those that will serve you well and serve them well. But sometimes we convince ourselves that the fear is love. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> Parenting's hard. Hardest thing in the world because mm-hmm. every kid's different. Yeah. And not every, and not only is every kid different, but every season of their life is different. So that kid changes, you know, 30 times, but from, from one to 18, right? They're, cha- they're, they're a different person through each phase. Mm-hmm. So that's tricky. But if you put love at the core and love is the, is the litmus test for every word you say, for every decision you make, and you get back to love, and is there any fear that's smoldering around in my mind or my heart with this decision, that's a, good re- like, that's a great moment to pause and say, until I get rid of this fear, I'm not saying a word. I'm going to operate in love and support. Because kids, when they look in our eyes, they have to see love because love it, it, it is mingled with belief. And when kids see that y- their parents believe in them, oh, they feel that. Mm-hmm. And then there's trust. And then when there's trust and belief, 
you gravitate towards people that believe in you and trust you. And then you might even ask for advice once in a while. And then you accept their support. But when it is, it is a situation where they look in the eyes and they can see they don't trust me. They don't believe in me. They're, they're afraid. They're whatever. Kids get really confused about what's going on and they want a way. Mm-hmm. They want to get away from that. I think too, it's, it go, uh, it's also the listening part. Like kids can tell when you're really not listening. <laughs> you know, in your head you're thinking, yeah, 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 but you're going to do it my way. Um, so I think that's a great exercise too is to truly listen. It, it's And, you know, it's always that comes back to love. That's right. You know. Love and self-control mm-hmm. and self-awareness as a parent. I mean, sometimes it just takes a little bit to even realize like this is my MO. I'm in fear all the time. I, I just, I can't even listen to my kid without getting frustrated inside. That's a problem. If every conversation you get frustrated, you have a problem as a person. Mm-hmm. And it's usually because we can't control it. They're not doing what we want. We're afraid for them and we have no control. So now we're afraid. And now we let all these weird thoughts into our heads about what's going to happen. It's like, get back to love, get back to belief. And, and that right there will help. It helps simplify the process for me and my wife. We don't do it perfectly because nobody is perfect, but it helps navigate those waters. And I think too, as a step parent, sometimes I think you have more fear, (laughs) you know, but it doesn't help. Um, And you just got to go back to, again, love. Well, because then it's what's my place, what's not my place. Mm -hmm. And it's like if, and you've done this with with your girls Mm -hmm. really well, it's love. Love has won them over. So you have a voice in their life because of love. They're grown now, but you still have a voice in their life because you've loved. And they know, they look in your eyes, they they, she believes in us and she loves us. And she shows it. And so, and, and you do it by gifts and by all these things. So, you know, for parents out there that are struggling with that relationship, make some chocolate chip cookies. Do something fun with them that's simple. Uh, d- d- just start to listen. And you, your kids will be sh- shocked when they start talking. And, and especially when they start talking and saying things that are just out there, don't react. <laughs> don't react. I can't believe you do it. You can't do it. No, just let them talk. They say some crazy stuff. If you would be in their circles with their friends and hear what they talk about and they laugh and they're only half serious about most of it. It's just crazy because that's what kids do. That's what I did. Mm-hmm. We forget where we came from. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is good stuff. Um, th- there, there is so many, so many ways that you can be a part of Five Star Life, and I want to encourage you. Um, if you've listened to this program and it, it's helpful to you, would you please take a step and just share this with somebody? That does incredible things for us. People have there are certain corners of the world where people know about Five Star, and they can't believe that nobody's never heard of Five Star. And there's other spots where they've never heard of Five Star. So please share this, like this, subscribe to this. It really helps us a lot. And then really wanted to encourage you to go to fivestarlife.org to learn more and to volunteer or get involved. We are out of time. Coach me again. Great show. Thank you. At Five Star Life, we are changing the face of culture through education and sports by changing the most important piece of a human being's life, their mindset. If you are interested in being a part of our journey, please visit fivestarlife.org for more information on volunteer and donation opportunities.